like driving in my truck. He likes to drive in his truck. Auburn sucks. Auburn sucks. I like driving in my truck. He likes to drive in his truck. Uh, Auburn sucks. Auburn sucks. I like trucks. He likes trucks. I don't, uh, I don't care for Auburn. He doesn't care for Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> and you can find my my co-host Brandon on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. <laughs> How are you doing Sorry. today, Brandon? Uh, I'm doing well. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna leave that at that one. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I have been doing so good with the intro. You were, and then you just maybe had your worst screw up. <laughs> Listen, I. It was because we started it, and I got through the intro once, perfectly fine, and then you left. Because you didn't have your mind. Lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place, I guess. Well, no, I put all of my energy into the first try. Um, So what do you think about the Astros game, since this comes out tomorrow morning? (laughs) That's that's what we're going to do now? Yeah. Um, That was pretty good very entertaining game i have my carlos correa jersey one because you know he saved the game after yeah, ruining yeah. game one yeah he uh, he hit two home runs so wow that's crazy <laughs> that's insane to see someone uh so i gotta i gotta uh snapchat uh as soon as he got that last out last night and uh all it said was first pitch swinger <laughs> he uh yeah, it's crazy. He hit that like that longer home run. It went mm-hmm. like seventy three Correas. It's insane. S- seventy three <laughs> Correas. Yeah, I'm just using him as a system of measurement now. Oh, <laughs> now, now I have to see how long that would actually be. Um, let's see, Carlos Correa height. I don't know how 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 tall he is. He's six foot four. How many? How many yards is six foot one? Um, Why are you going by yards? Um, Why don't you just go by feet? Oh, I'm dumb. Or <laughs> <laughs> a football pocket. Listen, man, I got really thrown off, I guess. <laughs> How many Koreas did I say he hit it? 73 Koreas. <laughs> 73, 8,760 feet. <laughs> you want wait, an office reference? Wait, that's, wait, that, that's not how that works. Oh, uh, no, I didn't. I did a, because I did the 12, the 6 times 12 to get the feet, and I did 4 times 12. <laughs> we are awesome. Um, <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> All right, so that would be 600 and, 638 feet. No, I like the thousands more. <laughs> if he hits a home run... I like run, the 8,000 more. If he hits a home run that's 7,000 feet, um, I'll give you $5. Wow. High roller here. You know what, you know what, you know what? I'm feeling spicy. 
six dollars. Wow. All right, he's gonna do it. Watch. He wasn't gonna do it when you bet five, but then now that you bet six, he's gonna do it. Well, what if I bet seven? He'll double it. <laughs> Fourteen thousand feet. <laughs> yeah. Is that? That's like the entire Earth. He will double it. He's and gonna hit. You go. He, you no, he's gonna hit the ball around Earth three times, and it's still gonna land in someone's glove, and then. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if you go $8, then he's going to swing at the first pitch and fuck it up. Um. $9. All right, we have some news to anyway. talk about. <laughs> oh, this is a football podcast. There's uh, your off topic for the day. Um, uh. So, Josh Gordon, is, it ever gonna, is he ever going to stick? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, because he just, you know... He's either getting high or getting hurt and then getting put on IR without even knowing that he's getting put on IR. Yes, well, he well he himself said his season isn't over. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, this, I forgot who it was that put on Instagram that the Patriots are putting him on IR, and then he responded with, like, a thinking emoji and said, interesting. Um, yeah. So his time as a Patriot's definitely done. Yeah. I um yeah. I think that it uh I don't he know, what do you think he's Browns. gonna get what did you say? He should go back to the Browns. Dude, honestly he should. They need more wide receiver help. <laughs> you gonna go to the Giants? Is it gonna go to the Saints? Unless he's going to the Browns as their head coach, it's not gonna help him. Oof. Or uh, can he play offensive uh, offensive guard or tackle? He he could try. He's got the height. He doesn't have anything else, but he has the height. <laughs> He'd be a very agile offensive lineman. <laughs> uh, that is that is facts. Um. Yeah. So Josh Gordon, and then we have two quarterbacks. I hate you. I I just saw the edit that you made to that. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> two quarterbacks <laughs> two quarterbacks uh coming back to practice today um in patrick mahomes and drew Brees. <laughs> i hate you so much uh well you see he uh in in our in our spreadsheet brandon put pat mahomes is back at practice so I had to edit I it. I put it because it's superhuman that he dislocated his kneecap six days ago when he's back at practice. Well, yeah, well, I, I'm happy that Drew Brees uh-huh. is back. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, do I think he's going to play? I don't know. If he's healthy, he's going to play. And I have, no, I have no qualms with that. I think he shouldn't. Yeah, it's but... a game you can win, or you should win with Teddy. Make him active, and then play if he has to. We'll see. I don't think. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think that'll happen. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna play. I'm fine either way, man. The Bentley Teddy uh, Teddy Two Gloves is is a god. So. Um, and then Pat Mahomes. He's not gonna play this weekend, but it is pretty crazy. I mean, Andy Reid didn't rule him out. That'd be fine. 
Um, and then we had a couple trades that'd be uh, Mosa New to New England that came at like four in the morning. Yeah, that was incredibly weird. <laughs> um, very random pricing. Um, I mean, not timing. Jesus. What's very going on today, pricing. man? $16. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be Josh Gordon's next contract. <laughs> um, how much he paid well, for a gram? signing him? <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> how much he paid for a gram? If he's still paying for his weed, I'm kind of shocked. Um oh man i feel like at that point he could be like bro i'm josh gordon he's paid paid with his career um that's true sanu to new england for a second round pick which is you know a good get for your third wide receiver especially when you're a trash team yeah um you could use all the picks you can get it's basically a third but you know it's a pick it's uh higher than a third would be so um the next, Quandre digs to Seattle, uh, a move that did not make Darius Slay very happy. Or Damon Harrison. Or Damon Harrison. Uh, or most of the Lions locker room. Uh, yeah, it was Quandre Diggs and a 2021 seventh to Seattle for a 2020 fifth. Yeah, it was a pretty quandreshable no. move. No. I don't dig it. Um, <laughs> that was not a good <laughs> Uh, oh, oh my goodness. Did you just get it? Yeah, I just got what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Don't dig it. That's what you should have said. Um, I didn't want it to be like super obvious. I, I do digs, however, the move uh, by Seattle to get him because he's like their best secondary player. Yeah, he, uh, he's, he's definitely upgrading that secondary. I just, I don't really understand trading a team captain. That was voted, and I actually just got a notification that Quandre Diggs says he was blindsided and stunned after signing his extension with the Lions a year ago. Yeah, I didn't. Um, what did they get? What did they exactly trade for him again? Trade did him. They trade him for? Yeah. Uh, they traded him in a twenty twenty one seventh for a twenty twenty fifth. What? Yeah. That doesn't make a lick of sense. Oh, that's what they did. Something has to be up. Or is their front office office that really bad? He's been having a down year so far. He's uh he's slacked in coverage and his tackling's been terrible and tackling is kind of what he's supposed to be good at. The ma- I get talent wise, I get getting rid of him, but I don't understand getting rid of a captain. To that, move that up almost, to that almost round. never happens. To move up from seventh to the fifth round. Yeah. Um. Well, like even Craig, even the, the like, seventh they gave up is from twenty twenty one. So whenever oh Jesus, well even whenever Craig Robertson, uh, was on the was like, was a saint, um, or like more prominent, he was he was a captain, um. And uh, he's still on the Saints. But whenever he was more prominent, he was a captain. He wasn't playing very much. He's still not playing very much, but I don't think they would ever trade him. Yeah, no, I just don't think you should trade people that are your captains because they're your captains for a reason. They're your locker room leaders. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, you kind of need that, I think, um, to perform, Especially, especially in a season like this with the Lions. They've had a very rough start 
Um, just, and, them, and then they just didn't show up against the Vikings. Yeah, uh, this is the kind of season where you need the locker room guys to make sure everything's up and at him. Um, and then we had Emmanuel Sanders getting traded to San Francisco, which I think will be great. He's going to put up so many numbers there. Yeah, that's a, that's a great move, I think, uh, for him and for Seattle. And for Denver, honestly. And Denver, yeah. You suck anyway. You might as well get rid of the player that's maybe going to win you a game. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you're not trying to win a game. Joe Burrow to to Denver? Nope. Yeah, no. <laughs> just going to nope that. Yeah. No, they're not going QB. Yeah, can't, wait him to get, uh, can't wait for him to get Chase Young and then have Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, and Chase Young. <laughs> They're like, hey, we lost Shaq Barrett. Now we got to replace him. Um, now they're gonna go Jeffrey Okuda, so or Andrew Thomas. I don't. I feel like they're not gonna give up on Garrett Bowles yet. And then they just paid Juwan James to play that's, right tackle. So. That's fair. I mean, I think Andrew Thomas is a lot better than Garrett Bowles, but. Uh, I do too. I just don't think that. I think at this point they're just like, you know what? We got to be stubborn. Like we put a big investment into him, we got to stick through it. Yeah. Um. Man, they're bad. Yeah. That's that's about. It. I remember whenever people thought that they were gonna contend for like a week. Mm. <laughs> I I heard that take a lot. Once Joe Flacco got there, people should have known it wasn't happening. No, uh, I mean he's elite, so. No, no, he's only elite in January and, and uh, February, but he can't get there anymore. So, uh oh, uh oh. Drew Brees uh, says he plans to start versus Arizona. Mm. Wow, breaking news here on the whole nine sports podcast. Yeah, thirty minutes ago, I just don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, I guess I gotta take Teddy Bridgewater out of my out of my fantasy lineup. I'll do that now that I don't have to get about. Probably do it after we record a podcast. No, I'm doing it right now. Josh Allen back to the starting quarterback position on my fantasy team. Josh Allen back to starting quarterback? Oh, because you have Teddy Bridgewater, not Breeze starting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought you had Breeze also, so you were like taking out Bridgewater no, for Breeze. I did not, did not get Breeze. I'm in a league with a bunch of Saints fans, and I rarely, I, I wait until the end to draft a quarterback. So. Got it. Not gonna lie, not gonna work for Drew Breeze. Um. I think Patrick Mahomes went like the round two or something like that. Stupid. Um. So uh, that does it for all of our, our, our news, I would think. Yeah, that's that's. Unless all we, we want to talk about some recruiting news. Nope, that's all we got. <laughs> um, Eric Gilbert, five-star tight end, coming to LSU. Let's go, baby! I'm happy about it. Out of nowhere. You don't, you, don't, you don't have anything to say? Stole it from Bama and Georgia, so. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> um, and other recruiting news, um, a guy uh, who's a four-star for Texas, um, his name is Prince Lee Uman Mullen. I don't know how to say it, but uh, he, he posted on his story during the Kansas game, this is outrageous, and then decommitted today. <laughs> so. I don't blame him. 
now, and uh, the Boomer Schooner is out for the uh, the Sooner Schooner is out for the rest of the season with a uh, lower body injury. It's very unfortunate. Is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> hook them horns. Listen, do we have any Sooner fans listening? I feel like there's a very good chance we don't. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. Um, all right, so the first game we have to talk about in the NFL is Cleveland at New England. The spread, New England, minus 13. Um, the uh, Having an, a, a struggling offense go against uh, arguably the best defensive in the league. Is it arguable? No, uh, the best defense in the league <laughs> is not ideal. Uh, did you see what OBJ, OBJ said, Bill Belichick says to him every time they see each other? No. He said, uh, well, uh, OBJ uh, says pregame, Bill Belichick always says, um, uh, I hope you enjoy today because there's not going to be much for you. And OBJ, OBJ says, yeah, that's pretty much right. Um, and yeah, I he, think he used to uh, he used to say the same thing to Ocho Cinco. Did he? Yeah, he used to go to Ocho Cinco or Ocho Cinco used to be like, "Oh, you gonna double me?" And Bill was like, "Yep, you're not gonna get it." And he used to say, "Oh, come on, man!" He's like, "I gotta get my stats." And he was just like, "Nope, <laughs> not, not today. You're not getting them today." Um, that's funny. Um, yeah. Did you, also, did you see this the, the the stat of if the Patriots offense had had up to this point still not taken a snap? They'd be three, three, and one. Jesus. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go to New England to cover the 13 point spread at home versus a struggling offense. Yeah, it's that insane defense taking on a very rough offense. You did? You hadn't yeah. s- seen the three, three, and one stat? No. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is not the game where your offense is going to get back on track. No. Wait till next week, and then maybe. Yeah. Who do they play next week? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not New England. <laughs> what if it's another good defense? I mean, as long as it's not New England, it's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's. I There's mean, that's no fair. defense even close to New England's level right now. Oh yeah, they have. They're facing one of the best teams in the league next week. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> nope. Um, all right, and, home of uh, Chase Young. Uh, so yeah, there's not much else to say about that. Uh, Mosunu, the unrivaled wide receiver one in New England now, and QB two, and QB two, because <laughs> um, they Suck had it, Edelman. <laughs> oh yeah, man, they man Sanu's gonna do so good in New England. Um, they're definitely doing a little Brady to Sanu to Edelman to. I mean, I was gonna say Josh Gordon, but he's not on the team anymore. Huh? To uh, Philip Dorsett. <laughs> Is he on the team? Uh, yeah, but uh, James White. How about that? James White, all right. And then to Sonny Michelle. And then back to Brady. And then to most of it for a touchdown. No, no, no. Brady's downfield. Oh. <laughs> and then he drops the pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers at the Chicago Bears. The spread is Chicago minus four. Um. Man, the problem with that is that Chicago is going to have to score score four points. Yeah. <laughs> um. The Chargers are a good team. 
They've had a rough go of things so far. Yeah, they're not playing like a good team. No. Um, they're definitely not playing like one right now. But uh, if I had to pick Phillip Rivers or Mitchell Trubisky um, to win by a touchdown, um, or even less, um, I would choose uh, Phillip Rivers. So I'm going to go to Los Angeles to cover the spread. Uh, yeah, I am also going Chargers plus four, mainly because Bears offense sucks. And I feel like at some point, Melvin Gordon has to break out. I know this is like the worst game to choose that he's going to break out. I mean, not really. Latavius but Murray. At, at some point, off. he has to. Yeah, the Saints offensive line is significantly better than the Chargers. That's fair. You see Eric McCoy is already the fourth best graded uh, center in the league? No. Uh, yeah, he I is. don't pay attention to PFF usually. Yeah, but it's still, like, at least somewhat of a measure. It is. I'm, I didn't say it's a bad measure. I just said I don't pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah, but he's the fourth-rated fourth, rank, fourth rated center in the league, which is pretty good yeah. for being a rookie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if Latavius Murray can pop off, um, even with the Saints offensive line, I think one of uh, Melvin Gordon or, or Austin Eckler will... Uh, and then, of course, they have Phillip Rivers back. Um, I mean, behind him. Not say back? <laughs> I bet, you know, I do yeah. Listen, this has not been our... <laughs> On the roster. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I'm going to go with uh, Charger to cover. Plus four. You've already filled out what I'm going to say for this one. I highly doubt you're picking against what I filled in. Um, Philadelphia at Buffalo. The spread is Buffalo minus two. Um, Brandon thinks I'm going to say Buffalo minus two. And you are. And he's correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, Buffalo, the, you see, I didn't even pick this game because, uh, I support the Bills. I picked it because Buffalo is like the quietest one lost team ever. <laughs> yeah, no one even realizes. I mean, they did, they did kind of almost blow it against the uh dolphins yeah um but this well, equals secondary... well it's funny they didn't always well, the, the first half sucked and then the second half they dominated them this uh this eagle secondary sucks and josh allen should be able to uh to just carve him up and if, even if he's not carving him up slowly he'll get a couple deep shots in so i had uh i had someone tell me after the the patriots um game that sam darnold is 10 times better the patriots uh bills game that sam darnold is 10 times better um than josh allen and uh, he said I would see that whenever the uh, the Jets and the, the Patriots play. I, yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Sam Darnold got negative <laughs> 6.66 fantasy points this week. That's what I want to talk about. Not even him saying the I see, I'm seeing ghost things. Him getting negative 6.66 fantasy points this week. He's cursed. <laughs> I've never seen that, and then he gets the devil's number. Yeah. Um, against people, against... Two guys that may be comparable to comparable to the uh, devil, Tom Brady <laughs> and Josh Gordon. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> we can't. I don't, don't want to say uh, 
Bill Belichick's name on this podcast anymore. You literally just did. Bill Belichick? <laughs> um, say, yeah, don't say it three times in a bathroom. It'll pop up behind you. All right. One second. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick. Oh, God. Um, did you see Tom Brady do it on uh, the new Netflix Paul Rudd show? I didn't, but I saw the clip. Yeah. I, I did see that. Surprised clip. he left he left that in after. Well, it was filmed it was filmed after the whole thing happened. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that's interesting. If anyone hadn't seen it, Tom Brady walked out of a out of a massage a, parlor. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, and you know what happened with that team in the massage parlor? Um, but yeah, Sam Darnold <laughs> then went on to. Go 11 of 32 for 86 yards, 2.7 average, zero touchdowns, four interceptions, with a QBR of 0.7 and a rating of 3.7. A uh, real Art Sitkowski kind of game. Honestly, I was I made that joke on Twitter, but as I was looking at the games, it was worse than Art Sitkowski games. <laughs> yeah, as of this year. Hashtag more Art find, Thou, even, better than Even worse than Art's last game, uh, games last year. There was that one game. I'm pretty sure Art still had the higher QBR. That's crazy. And and passer rating. That's crazy. Sam Um, Donald had a historically bad game. It was really, really bad. Um, But yeah, back to Buffalo. Their defense is legit. Um, Absolutely. They've had had a a not-too-difficult... schedule but the one team the good team that they did play the patriots um they held they made tom brady look bad um their defense is legit he he definitely struggled there they have good scheme and tremendous or great scheme and tremendous talent so um yeah Tredavis white's great Edmonds is getting better every game um of course like jerry hughes Ed Oliver's getting better. Ed Oliver finally got his first sack, and it was on a a halfback, I think. (laughs) I forgot what that rule is. It means necessary. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he sacked the halfback. Um, But then earlier, someone else got a sack on um, whatever that quarterback's name is, (laughs) Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it didn't count as a sack. So, you know... Crazy things happen in Buffalo. The the meaning is uh, that they're gonna beat Philadelphia uh, and sure. improve to six and one. Do you have anything else? In there? No, we just spent like fucking eight minutes talking about the Eagles and Bills. I think I'm good. Um. Then moving on to college, we have Texas Tech at Kansas. The spread: Texas Tech minus four. Um. Kansas coming off of a big game against te- uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas needed a last-second field goal from Dicker the kicker to win the game. Yeah. Um, man, Carter Stanley is having a year. Yeah, he has been very... Uh, he's been a lot more impressive than I expected him to be. Uh, yeah. Uh, what year is he? He's a senior. Oh, okay. Um... He is, uh, he currently is rocking a 63% completion percentage with 
1,485 yards, 16 touchdowns, and four interceptions. They really lost to Coastal Carolina. <laughs> and almost and lost almost to Indiana Texas. State. And then and, almost beat Texas. And almost beat Texas. Um, and then lost by a million to TCU. Um, yeah, it wasn't like 53-14 or something? It was 51-14. They lost by more to, te- uh, to TCU than they did to Oklahoma. So you can't really expect any – you don't really know what you're going to get from Kansas week in and week out, and that's a true Les Miles team. Um, yeah, Kansas was uh, Kansas was the first team to hold the lead over Oklahoma this year because they scored first. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Texas Tech to cover that. Oh, okay. So we're disagreeing. That's why I didn't I didn't want to put my, uh, my real input in there until uh, – I had your answer, but you know I'm I'm going Kansas. Uh, Texas Tech's run defense has been awful this year. Uh, one of the worst in college football, really. And Puka Williams just went off against Texas, and I think he's going to have a bigger game against Texas Tech. So I'm just putting it all on Puka Williams' back here. I mean that's very fine. I I I I don't think it'll be a blowout. Um, but no, but I think Kansas is gonna win the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 And then uh, a game I have no emotional investment in. Number nine Auburn at number two LSU. The spread at LSU minus eleven. Um, I told myself something earlier this year, um, is that I'm never gonna go against LSU in a spread this year. Um, so I'm not gonna not gonna waver from that. Um, and I'm definitely picking LSU minus 11 uh, over Auburn, who I think is a good team, but definitely not a great top 10 team. Yeah, no, this is a, this is going to be the easiest top 10 win that LSU is going to get this year. Um, even before the podcast, we were talking about which game should be the game of the week, and we said this one shouldn't be because, I, I mean, I thought LSU was going to just dominate this game. So Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going LSU minus 11. Yeah, um, and yeah, I don't know. Auburn's offense, I don't think, is going to get enough going against their defense. And then LSU's offense is not going to have a problem. So um, th- that, and that, that makes it a pretty, much pretty, easy, pretty easy for me to pick LSU. Um, and Clyde edwards Lair has three more rushing yards than... Uh, Dratavius Whitlow on 20 less carries. I, I, I don't know what made me think you were just going to say more than Auburn, just like as a unit. <laughs> that'd be, I mean, that'd be fine. Dratavius, hmm. um, did I say Dratavius? Dratavius is his name. Um, and then, of course, Justin Jefferson's a god, and Joe Burrow is the Heisman winner already. Joe Burrow really is 173 for 218. What a bum. Wow, trash. Little, LSU still can't trash. find quarterbacks. Man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Bo Nix is going to... But we saw Bo Nix struggle against Florida. Um, I think in a similar, similar environment, I don't see him uh, picking it up. Yeah, no, I don't... This one's... Nope. <laughs> this is not the game for Bo Nix to succeed. Um, I think LSU's run defense has gotten a lot better. Not that they're healthy, really. Um, so it would be on Jatarvius Whitlow, I believe. Um, and then 
the uh, the the secondary is gaining in uh, confidence every week as well. So I would say I love uh I love Bo Nix's confidence that he has, but I don't think that uh I don't think they stand a chance here. No, he didn't necessarily. He wasn't. He didn't like guarantee a win. He was just like when people asked him if he was nervous about playing LSU, he was just like, no, like this is why you come to Auburn. Which, first of all, no, um, you you don't come to Auburn to play quarterback against LSU. You come to Auburn to play quarterback in an option offense, maybe win a high or not an option really, but a little spread kind of offense. He went there because his dad. Went his there. dad went there. <laughs> um, that's why. Um. Um, the next game is going to be Washington State at number 11, Oregon. The spread, Oregon minus 14. Um, I'm going to go Washington State to cover. I'm so annoyed you agreed with me. Why? (laughs) I don't know. I just wanted the disagreement there. I was like, okay, I'm going to pick something that Dylan's... That's why I put this game. I was like, there's no way Dylan's picking it. Well, you're incorrect. That's, that's fair. I think Washington State is not going to win this game. No, I don't think they're going to lose by 14, though. Yeah, that's it. I, I, that's that's a lot to give up to a high-octane offense. Yeah. Um, they, I don't think they've lost by 14 either this year. They lost by 4 to UCLA in a game, the craziest game of all time. Um, yeah, oh, that, no, they, that, that they, one was just that they gave up. Like, on defense, they just stopped. Like They were like, oh, we won. They did lose by 25 to Utah. Yeah, but Oregon doesn't have a defense like Utah does. That's fair. Um, Or at least definitely not a secondary like Utah has. No, Utah's defense is way better all around. I'm just making the point that the secondary is like what really... No, I think think their secondary is the weakest part. They have Jalen Johnson, but their, their line is incredible. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't see, I see Oregon winning. I don't see him beating them by 14. And since I made the spreadsheet, the, uh, spread has gone up to 14.5, so. Oh. Oh. Um, Justin Herbert has thrown one interception this year. I did not, just noticed that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to throw, uh, I don't know if he's going to throw one this weekend. I don't either. But I definitely don't think he's gonna win. I definitely don't think he's gonna win uh, this game by fourteen and a half. Yeah. What a year for a tight end Jacob Breland is having. Just noticed that. Was having. Was having. Did, oh yeah, he got hurt. Didn't he? <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Rip Jacob Breland. Um, F's in the chat. You don't um, see a lot of tight ends averaging like sixteen yards per catch. Nope, you don't see a lot of tight ends get uh, or be like third in the team in catches in college. Oh, well, Thaddeus Moss, I think, has 27 catches so far this year. That's why I said you don't see a lot because they can, it can still happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. What do you, what do you mean? Um, next game is going to be number 16, SMU at Houston. The spread, uh, SMU minus 14. And man, Shane Bichelle. <laughs> what a scrub <laughs> he owes a lot to us yeah you're we, welcome shane you're welcome shane we really we really woke you up um and 
I am also going to pick SMU to win and cover. Yeah, I'm I'm going the same. Uh I, I am not going against Shane Bichelle again. Not right no. now. No 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 no. Number number sixteen team in the country. I think they have this game handily like maybe with Derek King, I think I'd pick Houston, but we all know that's not nothing. Yeah, no. But I mean then again the spread wouldn't be minus fourteen if they yeah. had Derek King. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I've been impressed with uh Sonny Dykes, the Southern Methodist head coach this year. Um doubted him early in the year, not doing it this year. Yeah, they lost by fifteen to Cincinnati and I don't think Cincinnati is as good. Yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm just, nope, not doing that. Not falling for that again. All right, and then the next game. Can, can you not do that while we're recording? No, I can. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, the next game we have to talk about is Tulane at Navy. The spread Navy, a minus three and a half. Um, man, Tulane was really rocking this year. They were rolling. Um, and then they met a wall that is named Memphis and lost 47 to 17. Tulane was almost ranked. Yeah, well, it happens to everybody. Um, you know, you can't, you can't win them all. Um, I mean, you could try. Yeah, I guess you could, you could try. That, that is an option. It's, an, it's an option. Um, but I'm going to pick Tulane to, uh, Tulane to cover plus three and a half. Um, they're still a really good team, and I don't know. Navy's not awful, but yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick Tulane to cover. Yeah, I already put that in the spreadsheet. I knew you were gonna go Tulane. Well, you um, think I'm gonna pick this game and not go Tulane? I know. Uh, you know, I'm I'm definitely also agreeing with you here. Uh, shout out to Ross. Sure, shout out to Ross. Uh, <laughs> he covers a New talking- Orleans team. Tulane is a New Orleans team. That's fair. Um, you know, I've been talking about offensive coordinator for Tulane, Will Hall, for quite some time now, and uh, I'm just going to throw my faith in him here. I think he's going to be able to uh, win this game, not just cover. Uh-oh. Um, and then we have our... Uh, nope. Not game of the week. Not game of the week. <laughs> Oklahoma State. One game before it. Oklahoma State at number 23, Iowa State. The spread, Iowa State, minus 10.5. Good old Brock Purdy. I'll let you go with this one first. Um, I'm going Iowa State, minus 10.5. I love both of these teams. Both of these offenses are exciting. Um, I, I don't think Oklahoma State is going to be able to put up the points that they'd like to against Iowa State. I think especially defensively, Iowa State matches up pretty well. And... uh. You know, Chuba could have a big game. I don't think Tylen's going to have a great game. Watch, he's going to have, like, 200 yards now. Um, I don't think Tylen Wallace is going to have a great game. I think Spencer Sanders might struggle. And I think Iowa State's going to send some heat at him. And I'm not sure how he's going to react. So I'm going Iowa State to cover with the best draft-ineligible uh, duo in the backfield of Brock Purdy and Brees Hall. Well, um, I disagree. I'm going to go Oklahoma State to cover. Mainly because you said Tom Wallace is going to have a bad game, and now that means he's going to go off and score eight touchdowns. 
Just eight? Nine, even. Because hmm. he's going to double. He's going to have 7,000. <laughs> Depends hey, how much you bet on it. I mean, hey, uh, uh, 27 cents. 27 cents? Yeah. He's not catching a ball. A dollar. Oh, now he's going for the nine touchdowns, actually. All right, all right. Um, and then, now, game of the week. I filled out a couple of these already because I figured they were pretty obvious. Shout out to Justin Verlander for starting the game on a four-pitch walk. Fire. I'll only be happy if Trey Turner now steals another base so we get more free tacos. Um, and then, so the game of the week, number 13, Wisconsin, at number three, Ohio State. Um, if you know now, if you don't know, if you didn't listen to last week, um, the game of the week segment is how we did versus LSU, and, uh, how, what you, how do you know what I'm putting for my answers? I feel like these two are pretty <laughs> obvious. <laughs> um, well, we fill, we fill out and we go position by position. And uh, and go with who, what, what group we think is better, basically. Um, and so, for quarterback, uh, I get the first pick usually. Well, not, it's not like a draft show, but I typically just start off. We go, oh, blah 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 blah. Me him, me him, me him, me him. Um, we serpentine it. Yes. Um, the, the the I think the quarterback is pretty easy. Uh, Justin Fields is is better. Yeah, that that one's so easy. As much as I would love to pick the uh, the guy from New York and Jack Cohn, I'm not, no. Favoritism will only get you so far. Mm-hmm. And that, so, yeah, that, one's, that one we don't even have to spend time on it. Justin Fields is playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Uh, Jack Cohn is not. <laughs> but running back, Hot take. De- definitely going Wisconsin. Jonathan Taylor has a, uh, you know what? I'm taking credit for him, too. I insulted, I insulted Shane Bichelle, and he started playing great. Well, Jonathan, I, Jonathan Taylor's always played great. I somewhat disrespected Jonathan Taylor, and he started catching the ball more. He's fumbled less. I'm taking credit for it. You're taking credit for it? Yeah, that's, you're welcome, Jonathan. That's just like you. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I mean, all right, I guess. Wisconsin is my pick, if I didn't say that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Wisconsin, so it's a pretty... J.K. Dobbins has been playing well, but not well enough to dethrone Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, um, and then another one that I think is pretty easy, um, I think, uh, is wide receiver tight end. It's not going to give if you... I, I, thought I, said I, really? I thought I said Wisconsin. Yeah, it's not too hard. Um, yeah, Wisconsin. Now, wide receiver tight end, um, I'm going to give that to uh, to Ohio State, and uh, with Austin Mack and and Vic, uh, Benjamin Victor, uh, Chris Olave, I think they make up a better group than um, than Wisconsin has. Yeah, this one's pretty easy, and then you have KJ Hill. That that one is very easy. Um, or at least, at least it was very easy for me. I mean, would you count KJ, you count KJ Hill as, yeah. Yeah, I, I would, I would definitely say he's a receiver. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's like the little H back role, but he's a receiver. It's fine. Yeah. He's going. He's not going to play H back in the NFL. He's going to be a receiver in the NFL. <laughs> he's there. He's a slot. Yeah. Um. And then uh, the next one, you go. Oh, uh, this one is the only offensive position that I'm going with, Wisconsin. <laughs> Kidding. Um, I already went Jonathan Taylor. Uh, yeah, it's been a long day, and by that I mean I was almost falling asleep in class. Um, <laughs> offensive lines going to Wisconsin. This is what they do. Like that's that's Wisconsin. Wisconsin is offensive line. Oh my god. And as suck. as as good as Ohio State is along the offensive line, they're not Wisconsin good. So I'm taking Wisconsin here. Nashers suck, dude. Two nothing Washington Nationals. Top of the I'm first. Glad. I'm glad. No this sucks, dude. Um, do do make your pick. <laughs> um, Ohio State's really good. They got Thyron Mufford. They got Jonah Jackson. They got Josh Myers. They got Brandon Bowen. Screw White Davis. Um, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what is what's what's a Wisconsin team without a dominant offensive line? Not a Wisconsin team. Not a Wisconsin team. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go Wisconsin. And then you get to go in the other side of the trenches. Um, you see, top top wise, it's very easy. Um, Chase Young is. Uh, Arguably the best player in college football. Um, so I think he kind of makes this kind of easy. And you know me, I like to go top heavy. I'm going to go Ohio State. Yeah, um, I typically don't like to go top heavy. But when you have someone that's just as purely dominant as Chase Young is and as, as dominant as Chase Young has been, I think it's pretty easy that, uh, or that you kind of have to go Ohio State here. Um, yeah, I just I think he's just dominant enough where you kind of you have to do. It. It's gonna be awesome to see him go against Wisconsin's O line though. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, the matchup to watch for sure. And then it's a linebacker, Chris Orr and Zach Bond on Wisconsin. I I love them, but the three. Linebackers from Ohio State and Tough Pete Werner, Borland. Tough Borland, and Malik Harrison are just too good for me to go against them. <laughs> and I think this is—I think this one's probably the closest one for me. But I'm going Ohio State. Um. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Tough Borland's really good. And I'll say my main reason for going Ohio State is actually Pete Werner because I just love him. I was watching him last year, I was like, yeah, he's going to be a monster in the future. Um, but I will say, we are going to have our first disagreement. It's about time. Yeah, I know, right? I uh, I think this is very close. Um, but Chris Orr and Zach Bond, very good. Um, and Jack Sanborn's good. Noah Burks. Uh, I don't know. I, I think this is a really good group of linebackers. Um, and I think they're going to be... Angry after uh, Reggie Corbin kind of put it to him last week. God, 
I, I still can't believe that they slept <laughs> on Illinois that bad. Oh, man. I think they were kind of not in the head. game of the week versus Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this is the game that they were looking ahead to. Um, I don't know. It'll be um, interesting if, to see. If they get blown out, yikes. Because you looked forward past Illinois, lost that game, and then if, you, if you're looking forward at Ohio State and you get dominated, that's yikes. Do you think if they win this, they're... Their win, their loss against Illinois is forgiven. I think by a lot of people it would be, but I would, I wouldn't. It was just it, it's so bad. Trouble. Literally every game counts, and honestly, Paul Chris is who I blame more than anybody else. You can't let your team look forward. They need to understand that every game is important. Mm-hmm. Obviously, beating Ohio State would be a bigger win. It would help you more, but losing to Illinois probably just cost you your college football playoff hopes yeah so i mean unless you put it to ohio state yeah they'd have to win out they'd have to win out and And uh, convincingly yeah and i do not think that's a possibility for them at all uh especially because like they'd have to beat ohio state twice Mm -hmm. they'd have to beat ohio state this week and they'd have to beat ohio state (laughs) In the cow in the uh, Big Ten championship, and they still have Iowa and Minnesota to play. Yeah, I don't think that not. I don't think that they they're gonna be able to to beat uh, to, I guess four teams. If you count uh, stage wise, well, five, five, because they also have Purdue, Nebraska, so they have Ohio State. Well, I, I was just counting like ranked. That's fair. I mean, they slept on an unranked team last time. Purdue does love to ruin dreams. And Nebraska loves to bore people to death. Maybe that's how they'll win a game. (laughs) I don't know. Wisconsin doesn't play very flashy football either. Wisconsin will literally fall asleep. And Um, uh, Nebraska can just score on them. I mean, yeah. Wisconsin at least has Jonathan Taylor. That's about it. Would you rather have Jack Cohn or Adrian Martinez? Jack Cohn. Yeah. Um, Mainly because he's not going to make mistakes. Adrian Martinez has like better big playability. But, yeah, Jack Cohn's not really going to lose me many games. And I get the defensive back, right? Yes, you go first. Um, I wrote it in already, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and in what is not at all the... Uh, the... It was by far, I think, the easiest on defense to choose without a doubt without a doubt i mean ohio state and defensive back they have jeffrey okuda uh, damon arnett jordan fuller um even like sean wade and stuff i don't think it was a very uh very hard choice to think that uh ohio state is better in that position even if you put it just jeffrey okuda and then all of their backups (laughs) just they're Um, going uh they're going with a 10-man front and then just Okuda. Yeah, just Okuda. He'll be able to lock down everyone. I Actually, mean, just put, just put uh, Chase Young and Okuda out there and then just see what happens. I'm, I'm about it. And then, and you do know you think that they would... Wisconsin wouldn't throw the ball. So. No, they would still just be Jonathan Taylor running it up the gut. You know what they should do? Actually, they should go 4-6 and then just play press the whole day. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's sim. It's very sim. Um, yeah, and then so you get to pick our last position group. 
head coach. Yeah. <laughs> head coach. Uh, I'm 100% going Ryan Day at Ohio State. Because um, you know what Ryan Day wouldn't do? Sleep on Illinois. Sleep on Illinois. And, yeah, that's why Paul Christ. I was a huge fan of his. I, I still like him, of course, and I'm still a fan of his, but you can't, as a head coach, you cannot let your team sleep, especially if you've got a chance to make the <laughs> No sleep. Playoff. They can't go to bed. No sleep. <laughs> no sleep. You do. I'm, I'm not going to make the comment I was going to make. You drink a lot of five-hour energy. How about that? What um, are you going to say? It's something that I was told in history class, uh, in my American history of American business class. That basically, oh, okay. basically, uh, yeah. Germany in in their wars, people would be like, "How do they? How are they always awake? Like, how do they? All the German soldiers were addicted to crystal meth, and that's how they stayed awake." Um, and like, yeah, it was. I'm glad wild. you didn't say that. It, it's wild. Um, um <laughs> that's that's basically. I was gonna so say the spread is Ohio time. State minus fourteen and a half. Um, I'm gonna take it. You're taking it. I'm gonna take it. Ohio State's really good. I I, I mm. <laughs> oh, this one's rough. You see, normally I think Wisconsin's gonna run the ball a lot. They're gonna take time off the clock, but Ohio State needs like three seconds to score. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you for the sole purpose of I can't like I can't go away from Wisconsin just yeah, like you said, just pounding clock. But at least this way, if you're right, then I'm right also. <laughs> so, so it's helping my record for the spread if I take this approach for this game that I can't decide. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, just one mailbag question. I mean, two uh, questions from uh, one person. Yeah, well, we're not going to talk about... We, we decided we're not going to answer this other question because we don't want to support those talks. I, I meant it's a two-parter. Oh, yeah. You know what I meant. Um, <laughs> Is that what you meant? <laughs> I feel like I know what you meant, and that's not what you meant. <laughs> I said you know what I meant. I'm saying I feel like I know what you meant. But that's not what you meant. <laughs> what's the argument for either Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow to win the Heisman? And what's the uh, argument the uh, the other one doesn't? And that comes uh, from how, how about we? How about we? Yeah, that, Trevor Fennell. <laughs> um, you're an LSU fan. I cover the Big Twelve, so you give your Joe Burrow argument, and then I'll just I'll, or not even argument. We're not debating this because I think we agree. But uh. You give your Joe Burrow reason. I'll I mean, neither Joe of them Hurts are Arthur Kowski, so. That's true. Um, um, you never seen him in a room together. Uh, so yeah, you you explain the Joe Burrow reasons for both four, and then later you'll do against, and I'll do Jalen Hurts. Um, I'll, I'll do Jalen Hurts. I'll give Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's reason. a good-looking man. <laughs> um, he's dummy thick. He's dummy thick. Um, I think that the uh, the biggest... The, the the biggest thing is his resume against good teams. Um, like you like he played like you know in a, in this type of offense that they implemented this year, a lot of quarterbacks can put up numbers. Um, but you look against uh, he's played two top ten teams so far, 
and against Texas, he went 31 of 39 for 471, four touchdowns, and an interception that was that was it was tipped. Um, so it wasn't. I like, com- I like how you just like you. That was it, yeah, it was tipped. <laughs> it was tipped. It wasn't completely his fault. Um, plus, it's not like interceptions are a problem for him. Uh, he's thrown three on the year, um, and only one of them was a bad pass. Um, that came against Northwestern State, I believe. Yeah. Um, and in that game, that was one of three incompletions. <laughs> three incompletions he had. Um, but yeah, no, you look against Texas, 31 of 39, 471 yards, four touchdowns, interception. That's very good against Texas. Um, and then you look at how he did against Florida. He 21 of 24 for 293 and three touchdowns. Um, and he, he, he comes in clutch. Basically, um, and his ball placement's crazy. His numbers are crazy. Um, plus, he has all the swagger in the world. So, those yeah, are three things that you need um, in order to win the Heisman. And then for the Jalen Hurts side, um, a huge part of winning the Heisman is putting up insane stats. Oh yeah, that's that's Lamar really all Jackson. it is. That's all it is. It's just putting up stats. It doesn't go to the best player, or as they say most outstanding player it goes to the guy that puts up the craziest stats and uh i think that might be jalen hurts because he's currently leading his team in both passing and rushing yeah he has the rushing to uh to really he's accounted for 20 passing touchdowns to three picks with 10 rushing touchdowns so 30 touchdowns three picks he's uh i know that a lot of it falls in the offensive line but he's only been sacked five times this season which a lot of that does also go to his mobility, being able to escape. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we're talking about really like insane stats, eight and a half yards per carry, his passer rating, 226.1. And then his ESPN QBR is 95.2. With over 2,000 yards now and 74% completion uh, pass completed. Yeah. Um... So it's a stats award. And that's th- those are stats if I've ever seen them. I mean, those are those are. Uh, I I would I would I think that qualifies as stats, um, in some crazy world. Um, just but just for reference, uh, Joe Burrow has a ninety three point three QBR and two hundred sixteen point two rating. Um, and so far this year, he has uh, thirty nine rushes for ninety four yards and two touchdowns so he's not a bad rusher it's just not he he has really good mobility basically yeah and and to put it into a perspective what were those rushing numbers again uh 39 rushes for 94 yards and two touchdowns jalen hurts in week one had 16 rushes for 176 yards and three touchdowns (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i don't think that counts as a negative for joe burrow it's just no, stat. not it's at just all. That's just, yeah, that's just that's insane for Jalen Hurts. It's not a knock on Burrow. Um, but I think and, I, I think what what also further adds for um, Joe Burrow to counteract the, the the crazy rushing stats is the swagger and the the notoriety. Like everyone's talking about going, him. I was going and, to say, uh, and Jalen Hurts is, uh, is kind of quiet. Yeah, well, don't forget, this whole offseason was spent talking about Jalen Hurts. That's fair. Because he was that transfer to Oklahoma. Um, And then now, 
what's your argument? I want to hear this. What's your argument against Joe Burrow? You can't say there isn't one. You got to give an argument. I have to give an argument. What would be your argument for Joe Burrow not winning the Heisman? Um, I think there's one easy argument, and I don't think there's another argument for it at all. What's your one easy argument? I really don't. I honestly like he's my he's my being an LSU fan. Up like aside, I think he's my. I think he's definitely my front runner. He's 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 my Heisman front runner also. I think the only argument that you can make against Joe Burrow right now is that Jalen Hurts has just the video game stats. Yeah, that's the only thing you can do. That's the only. Oh yeah, thing and you I know. wasn't even thinking about that. I mean, yeah, obviously, I was just thinking about the case against like his play, which has he hasn't had. There's not one. one. There's not no. one. No, um, I, uh, I was thinking the only other thing was like his skill players. I think as a whole or better i thought about that also but at the same time like i feel like that doesn't hurt people as much as we'd think no because um, last year kyler murray had cd lamb still he had hollywood brown he still had grant calcaterra he still had kennedy brooks trey sermon yeah and kyler won it with just as insane weapons mm-hmm. um if not bigger name <laughs> weapons also and then uh I don't no, think bigger name, but talent-wise, I think they're pretty similar. I I think Hollywood Brown is definitely a bigger name than any of the LSU uh, receivers. I was that's why I disagreed. Hmm. I thought you said you disagree. No, I agree. Hmm. I think I definitely think bigger name goes to uh, goes to to those Oklahoma weapons. And that that's all this award is. It's a popularity contest. Um. And then the argument against Jalen Hurts is very easy. Um, he plays in the Big 12, and who has he played? He played... The only top 10 matchup that he's... Jesus. <laughs> the only top 10 matchup that... Uh, actually, top 25 matchup that Jalen Hurts... is. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I'm sitting still. I hear a whole bunch of rustling. <laughs> oh, no. It's not me. Um, the only argument against Jalen Hurts really is who has he played? The only top 25 matchup he played against was Texas and their secondary leaves a lot to be desired. Their defense in general has been underwhelming. Uh, Kansas put up 48 on them. So that gives you a little, uh, hint for that. But Oklahoma has a, has a fun second half or final quarter of the year coming up. But Kansas State has the best defense in the Pac-12, in the Big 12. Then Iowa State is a very good defense. And they have undefeated Baylor. And then TCU's solid defensively. And then they're going to decimate Oklahoma State. But uh, So he's got two top 25 matchups coming up if both of those teams manage to stay in the top 25. Yeah, um, so I think it's safe to say that those two people are going to be in New York. Come the end of the year. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think Joe Burrow is pretty much the consensus number one. Yeah, without a doubt in my mind. Um, and yeah, so that about does it for our episode. It's about 40 minutes shorter than we normally do now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's always fun. Um, but yeah, so follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You follow Brandon on Twitter at Dilly underscore Brandon. Um, you can find the show on Twitter at 29 Sports. Please send us questions for a mailbag whenever we ask for them or just whenever you're going to ask me a question. Just tell, you, tell me you want to put it in the mailbag. Um, and then 
yeah, come talk to us on Twitter. We're on there all the time. And then um, you can please leave us a review and rate us on Spotify, iTunes, stuff like that. Follow us on Spotify, iTunes, all that jazz. And uh, most importantly, go Astros. Let's go! <laughs> Woo! Baby! As soon as I said that, 